0: My, uh, one of my favorite hobbies is watching movies. Anyone else with me? Like, movies are like uh, one of my favorite things on the planet. And so um, we're, we're in this series called Me, and Myself, an iPhone. Plenty we can do with iPhones and music and movies and shows and texting and all those things. Uh, but movies are one of my favorite things to do. I'll watch it on a TV. I'll watch it on the phone. I'll watch it in a the movie theater. I'm all in on movies. And one of the things that we've been saying in this series so far is that, okay, we're doing a series on screens. I asked you last week, like, how many of you're like, oh my gosh, this 39-year-old guy's gonna get up and tell us to get off our cell phones. I'm not gonna tell you to do that because I'm on my cell phone, I have plenty of devices and screens in my life, and if I'm up here saying I love movies, I can't in very good conscience tell you to not have screens in your life, but we're gonna balance some things out. Now, before we start, I did want to get into some of the things that I've um, enjoyed this last year on streaming, but even more than that, the things that I'm looking forward to. I get so excited to Google, like, new movie releases 2023. And I do that all the time. So the first slide that I would love to show you is a show that I've already watched that I would highly suggest to you, and that's the show called Andor. Yeah. Yeah. Who's, who's seen it? Who's seen it? Okay. So it's on Disney+. Plus. It's a Star Wars uh, show, and it's... Here's why it's great, if you haven't seen it. Now, who, Let me just before I, I, I get into this, who's like super not into Star Wars, not interested? Okay, totally cool. Super not, okay. You're like, I take it back! I am very much into Star Wars. Yeah, so I actually didn't watch. This is funny, like my generation, like grew up with Star Wars, but somehow I missed it completely. I did not watch a full Star Wars, I don't know how, my parents didn't love me, maybe. I did not watch a full Star Wars movie until I was full on in my 30s. Like my friends had the action figurines. I didn't get the references. You ever been somewhere where you're like, you know there's a pop culture reference? And you're like, ah, I get it. I get that reference. I've seen that thing all the time. That's I get the reference. And you're like, no, you're just you're faking it. That was me with Star Wars. But I think that andor on Disney Plus, if you if you're if you're even a little bit interested in Star Wars, this is like that I'm not a Star Wars nerd, so maybe I'm wrong. As soon as you, oh, Gary's for sure gonna correct me in a minute, because he knows all the Star Wars things. This is kind of like how the rebellion got started. And I was like, oh man, I'm so excited. It's a great show. It's pretty appropriate. I don't know that I'm suggesting anything bad or whatever, but anyway. Now, Andor is my favorite thing I've watched like all year long. I love it. You should watch it. Now, three movies. I'm listen, I'm excited about like 25 is coming out in the next like six months, but I picked three to show you um, first of all Very very like next month quantum mania is coming out in oh, yeah. So yeah. about that. You if you've been around here for very long, you know that every once in a while I just love to like go buy 40 50 movie tickets and say who wants to go? Let's go see a movie right. and I'm thinking about this movie So just kind of maybe I don't know I don't know but by the way, the new theater's dope, so we, maybe we'll just do that again in February. But, Mini, I'm really excited about this one. Um, Kang the Conqueror, really excited about that. And then, Creed 3 isn't it, isn't it incredible? If you're paying close attention, two of the biggest movies to come out in the next three months the star the same actor, Jonathan Majors. Um, I saw him in the Creed Three trailer, and I was like, oh my gosh, he's like, massive. Uh, but I will watch anything Rocky, anything Creed, like I'm all in, super excited. What is Creed? Whoa. It is, <laughs> this is, how dare you? Um, are you aware of Rocky Balboa? No. All right, we're gonna have a moment at the altar let's bow our heads for forgiveness. So, just go watch the movie, okay? Just go watch the movie. Rocky and just Americana history. Anyway, and then the third. Again, excited about a lot of movies, but I'm really excited about the new Spider Verse movie coming out. Yeah. Who has uh, who has seen the first Spider Verse movie? Yeah. Who has not seen it? Never seen it. Okay. Tim. Oh, man, get on it, Tim. Uh, I I famously. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna spoil it for Tim. Um, okay. I famously was like so excited. All of my friends had already seen it like opening night, and I was like, oh, I've got. So here's the thing: when you have a family, you can't just go to the movies all the time you want. And so all my friends were like, you gotta go see it, you gotta go see it. And I'm like, well, I got these this wife and kids I gotta take care of too. So I talked to Christy, I was like, I gotta go see this movie. And she's like, you're really gonna go? I'm gonna go see it by myself. I'm like, I gotta go see this movie like tonight. It's like 11 o'clock. I'm gonna see this movie. It was like a Wednesday night, and then I'm like, I'm exhausted. And so here's what happened. Go to the movie theater, and uh, I sit, and I'm just kind of like, man, i really just, it's such a different style of movie. I love it, and I'm watching it, and then somewhere in the middle, I fall asleep because I'm so exhausted, and I wake up, and there's like six Spider-Men, and I'm like, what? What's with the pain? What's with the, Nicolas Cage, are you kidding me? Like, this is not a movie to fall asleep. In the middle so I woke up and it was like one and I felt like I was in a dream I was like this is super weird you know it's just a whole different kind but anyway really excited about this movie plenty of other movies I'm excited about in fact why don't we this is the worst idea in the world I do it every single week and I always regret it but then here I am doing it again on the count of three what I would like you to do is to yell out the name of the movie that you are most excited for releasing in 2023 one two three Three. 40, 50, 50, 50. Jones. So I actually heard you. I actually heard you. You don't have to keep yelling it. That's uh one of the rules. So you don't have to keep yelling it. Um, I do believe that Harrison Ford is legitimately every bit of 80 years old. Yeah, he is. And he is going to star in an action movie this summer. Go for I mean, go for it, man. So, yeah, see, all of us old heads in the room remember what it was like to watch Indiana Jones part four. And we were really sad and disappointed because it was terrible. And so we'll see. We'll see. But movies are great. TV shows. Who would say that, like, movies are like, yes, a big part of my life? Oh, big part of my life. Oh, oh, me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so we <we're> just, I grew up. So I, I do love movies. Here's what I have found. Okay, I wanted to kind of transition to the series for just a moment. I have found that there are times when I'm watching movies. Thank you. Uh, There's times when I watch movies and it's like totally chill, right? And it's just times when I watch movies and I start to feel like a little bit of a zombie because I watch like three Lord of the Rings movies in a row. There's no way that you watch all those and you don't feel like old and clammy and like a zombie by the end. Um, But then, here's what's interesting. As old as I am, you would think that I know better, but sometimes I cope with my stress with movies. Sometimes I cope with my anxiety or with my problems with movies or TV. And so I'm just like anything just to make me like, forget, right? Which kind of actually, you might think like no big deal. That's actually a kind of a healthy way to do that. It reminds me of someone who's like, Reaching for a chemical, it's just, I just need to forget. A substance, I just need to forget. And so, in my older years, here's what I've learned about myself. Now, again, am I saying screens are bad? No. Am I saying movies are evil? I'm not saying that. What I am saying, and I want you to listen, is that I have found there's a point where movies and TV shows and just entertainment at large becomes kind of a, a not great thing for me, and you kind of have to know. And I th- truly I think that you have to have some age to start to learn how that. So the big thing that I want to talk about tonight is that we ought to learn uh, how to uh, think about our entertainment choices wisely, and then how they affect us. Now, I put some stats up last week, and we put some stats up this week. There's three different stats I wanted to show you. This is 13 and 17 year olds, not 18 to 21, just 13 and 17 year olds. Um, but the 18 to 21 year olds are like almost exactly the same. One, Some of you are just like, uh, those are rookie stats and i go three times harder than that, like get it. So 1.9 hours a day on video games, 1.62 hours a day streaming like shows and then like an hour and a half streaming music. Now, here's what I gotta tell you about that stat. Here's what's funny about that stat. And you're gonna dial it back just a minute those um, that's outside of what you do on your phones uh, there it is so what I told you last week was that you got about an average of like 7.2 hours a day in front of screens now in large part that's on phones and things like that but there's plenty of other screens right there's um, who would say if, if I'm spending a lot of time on screens, it's on my phone? Who would say if I'm on a screen, it's mainly on a TV? Who would say it's like a computer? Okay, some of you are like, I didn't know what the options were. Can I take my first answer back? I, I get it. You're on screens a lot. Just, just raise your hand. Just, just keep it up, actually. Um, and then uh, what else? Video games? Did I say that yet? Video games? So there's a lot. There's a lot there, right? There's a lot there. These stats are completely outside of phones. And that's kind of what I want to talk about tonight. Because, and I said this last week, just a little bit of recap from last week. What I said last week was that movies, video games, TV shows, they're not inherently bad, right? Right? Some of them could be, like, trending to the good. Some of you may even, like, try to convince your families, no, I really need to watch seven hours of something because it's educational. Uh, do you ever do that? You ever, like, this is helping me learn how to be a better son. So I watch... Yeah. So I watch Family Guy because I don't want to be like him, you know? And I watch, you know, whatever. Like, and that's lying. That's what that's called. Um, but... um, the thing is, is that we need to learn kind of how to discern those things. Now, 1 Corinthians 6.12 uh, is a verse I want to put back on the, uh, the screen. And uh, if we can just kind of bring the chatter down, because I want you to focus. I want your neighbor to focus on this, okay? I don't want you to miss this verse. 1 Corinthians 6.12, this is a big verse for me. All things are lawful for me, Paul says, but not all things are helpful. So your question is, is it wrong? Is it illegal? Is it sinful? Well, then no, then let's get after it. Let's do it. Whatever, you know, if it's not, if I'm not breaking any laws, you know, um, all things are lawful, but I will not be dominated by anything. So the, the kind of the illustration that I used last week is like, if you want Skittles for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for a year, um, we will be attending your funeral, right? In 12 months. That's, that's what that's going to be. So Skittles for dinner, is it illegal? No. No, you're, maybe, maybe you're like, my mom has been telling me since I was a baby that it was illegal to eat Skittles for Diller. D- Diller? dinner. Dinner? All the things. Um, it's not illegal. It's not even sinful necessarily. But is it wise? Is it helpful? Here's a brand new stat that I want to share with you. Um, only about 12% of Gen Z, that's essentially all of y'all, only about 12% of Gen Z classify themselves as thoughtful about the content they're taking in as well as how much time they're taking it in, okay? That is the stat that for me right now is kind of like, we need to maybe work on that. Okay. there was like um, on this chart, I didn't bring the chart or whatever, but there was like these four different kind of categories people could put themselves in. And one of them was just like, I just take everything in. I just if it's there, I'm taking it in. Oh, new show on Netflix. Boom, let's try it. And there's no kind of discernment. What does that word discernment mean? Anyone want to take a crack at that? Mm -hmm. Yep. Anybody else? Say that louder. Decisions. Decisions. Yeah. Discernment. It's not a word that you probably use very, used very often. This is one of those words that... Oh, do you have an answer? Yeah. Be wise about, like, what you do. Being wise about what you do? Discernment is looking at a path and seeing, okay, if I go this way, it's going to have those results. If I go that way, it's going to have those results. Now I get to make an educated decision. Now, as teenagers, love you. I was a teenager once. I remember what it was like to be a teenager. Discernment isn't necessarily like in y'all's skill set. And you learn. Sometimes you learn the hard way. I'm a learn the hard way kind of guy. I wish I wasn't. But I did a lot of dumb stuff as a teenager. I just told somebody like a whole heap of stories about things that I did when I was y'all's age and why it matters to me to remember those things so that I don't go so hard on you guys when you have mistakes show up in your life. Because as you grow up, you learn, right? As you grow up, you learn. But one of the things that I want to make sure that you do is that you're careful about what happens with those screens, that you're discerning. So let me just ask a couple questions that I don't need an answer for, okay? Are all movies appropriate for us to watch? Let me just repeat my original instruction. I actually don't need an answer. I just, yeah, there it is. Okay, so are all TV shows appropriate for us to watch? No. Are all songs appropriate for us to listen to? And so here's what's interesting. I want to walk very carefully through this next part. All of our family units, wherever you come from, we have different um, parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, brothers, sisters, giving us instruction on what we can and can't listen to. We have different boundaries. Some of you have no boundaries on your devices, okay? Can y'all stop chatting right here? Thank you. Um, no boundaries in some of y'all's worlds. Some of y'all are like, I feel like I have all the boundaries and my parents are super strict. Don't need you to like, yeah, it's me, right? I know, this is like you're feeling it, right? You're like, can I please just tell you how strict my parents are? <laughs> I'm dying to tell you, um, And everyone's different. And then, what's difficult for us parents is that we try to do the best that we can for our kids. Can I just give you just a little like insight into our lives? And then our kids are friends with someone else's kids, and like, well, their mom and dad don't make them. And I'm like, hmm. And so you've heard the answer to that. What what are some of the answers, parents? What are the answers? You got them on, like, you got them ready to go. What are they? They do that at their house. The students are answering their questions. You've heard this before. Okay. Because I said so. Boom. Okay. It's not the greatest answer, but it's the quickest. (laughs) I use it weekly. Um, Well, we're not a a part of their family. Their family does some things differently, right? And there's all those kinds of things. You, listen up, listen up. You guys need to go easy on your family a little bit, okay? Because especially those of you that have boundaries, have boundaries for a reason, right? My kids have boundaries. You guys probably have some boundaries. All that's there on purpose. What I know is that based on what Scripture is saying and based on what the research is showing is that y'all are just like, if it's on a screen, I'm just going to take it in. Case in point. And I am on TikTok. I, don't think, I think parts of TikTok are evil. I'm not joking. Parts of TikTok are for sure evil. Parts of the internet are for sure evil. Hear me? Um, I'm on TikTok. TikTok is a whole platform that's just like, you don't know what's coming next clink, and it's like just whatever, whatever. Now, I, as a human, right, as a 39-year-old male, have to learn just as much as you guys how to, like, bounce my eyes or how to swipe really fast or how to not dwell on that thing, right? But it's important for you to have discernment, for you to say, like, is this something that I should be taking in? There's a verse that I want to share with you um, that speaks to this, I believe. Colossians 3... Verses one through two, and it says this. So this is listen. Let me um, just get you back real fast. There's different kinds of people in the room, and you might be a Christian, you might not be a Christian. This is a place where anyone can come, have fun, hopefully just be welcomed and all that stuff. But some of you are like, yes, I'm coming for worship to learn more about God and to grow in my relationship with God. Some of you are just like, my friends are there and I just want to go. Equally awesome. Love that you're here doesn't matter. But if you're a Christian. We're going to hold you to a higher standard, okay? Now, if you're not a Christian, you're like, well, I don't, I don't know that I've really read the Bible. I don't know about this verse. I don't know why you're telling me how to live my life. Here's what I'm saying. Christians, here's what Paul says. If then you have been raised with Christ, if you're a Christian, if you're a believer, you've put your faith in Jesus, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. So for me here 's what I could do with that. I have listen I have I did youth group i 've been following Jesus for like 20 plus years i 've heard people tell me it 's sinful to listen to all secular music or you can listen to whatever you want and everything in between. If you want the answer that you want, you can go find it. I've heard people say, you shouldn't go watch uh, this kinds of movie or whatever. Like uh, originally, like in my lifetime, it was like, you can't go watch rated R movies. If you're watching rated R movie, it's bad. And then Passion of Christ comes out and they're like, um, so we're going to dial that back because that one's about Jesus. And it's like, okay, so like, let's just kind of make sure that we're careful about our rules. I think it's good to have rules and guidelines and things like that. Not all things are appropriate for all of us to watch. Especially those of you, if I can just challenge you, and it was very difficult. If you're like, my parents let me watch whatever I want to watch. If I can just challenge you, you should maybe have some discernment about what you watch, even if you're allowed to watch those things. Even if you're walking through and you're like seeing something you shouldn't and you're just kind of like, I'm just going to kind of scoot back to my bedroom and kind of not take part in that. You should grow in your discernment in that area. Now, probably most of you are like, <clears throat> yeah, right. I will watch what I want to watch. Don't tell me how to live my life. I have no interest in telling you how to live your life. I do have an interest in helping you avoid some things that will cause you some pain. So he's talking about this in Colossians. Actually, one, one uh, book... Uh, earlier. I don't even know if, I, I found a bunch of verses. They're not all on the screen. Philippians uh, 3, 19 says, um, Philippians 3, Paul's talking about a group of people and he said, their end is destruction. You, you get what he's saying there? It's like, there's, there's a future for people who are rejecting God and their end is what? Destruction. Their God is their belly. What does that mean? It's like, do they like food? It's more than food. It's like all of their appetites, all the things they crave, all the things. And they just like, if I want it, I'm going to take it. And that's not a lifestyle that Christians should live because we have a lot of sinful desires in our heart that if we just like, hey, listen, if my heart wants it, I'm going to go get it. Like that is not a Christian mindset because we are bought with a price and we ought to be pursuing holiness. We ought to be thinking about things that are on in heaven and not on earth. And so it's just like, it can't just be anything. It can't just be whatever we crave. We're just going to go do it. And so Paul here is saying their God is their belly and they glory in their shame with mindset on earthly things. And then he says this, but our citizenship is in heaven. So for those of you who would call yourselves Christians, you call yourself, you're a citizen of heaven. You are bought with a price. You're a son or a daughter of God. You have a higher standard. And I want to suggest that not all the things that are on the Well, it's on Netflix. You know, we, we have learned as parents, like the filters don't fix everything. If you've ever, um, anyone grow up on like YouTube for kids on your little, your little tiny little devices that you got your first one. YouTube for kids, there's some stuff that sneaks through there. That's not great. Like really not great. And I'm just telling you, you should be discerning about your life. Psalm 101.3, let me just kind of share this verse again, not on the screen. I just wrote it down. I will refuse to look at anything that is vile or vulgar. I will refuse to look at anything that is vile or vulgar. Um, I thought about it like this. Um, I <clears throat> I have an illustration that I'd love to show you if I can. Can I use this? Thank you, Alex. You're probably going to need that in a minute. I'll move it. Um, I have an illustration for you. So the things that we allow in our lives, okay, um, they change us. And by the way, is anyone, like, arguing with me on that point? Not, not, not like, you know, are you like, no, like, I can watch whatever I want. I can be the kind of person. I can watch whatever I want. You might, you know, I just want to challenge you because this illustration is going to show something. Um, so I have right here. This is only here so you can see what I'm doing. Um, Thank you, Tyler Scott's skit closet. Okay, this right here. By the way, this is a disaster waiting to happen. So we're all just gonna sit very still, okay? Because last year the brisket candle came down and, and shattered glass. This is different. Which it needed to die. It's a brisket candle. Okay. So this is your life, okay? This is your life, and there's like very, very little like influence involved in that. Um, In fact, hey, band, why don't you go ahead and come on up? I'll invite you, because I'm going to forget it later. That's what I do, is I forget things. I want this to go over here. So in your life, you have all these different impacts. And so um, no big deal, right? It's just TV. Um, And so you start to have, like, little, like, you get more and more kind of, like, opportunities um, this is expired food coloring, <laughs> so it's coming kind of like jelly, not like drops. Um, but it's going to be great. Um, and so you have you have this kind of like influence, and then it starts to kind of shade um, your your life. It starts to kind of dissipate, and it starts to turn you in kind of like a different a different kind of person. Um, and and then okay, there's those movies. You know, some of you were like, that's really jelly, like. Tyler, buy some new food coloring. Come on, Tyler. Exactly, right? So we're just going to shake this up a little bit to kind of help my illustration move. Um, There, yeah, there it goes. Okay. It made orange. Red and yellow makes orange. Okay, so, so you have all these, like, influences in your life. Right? And um, some of you said video games. Some of you said TV shows and all this kinds. of stuff. This is perfectly fine. Like, could you drink this? Probably. You know, so what, is it pretty? Is it no? Is it no? Disgusting. I'm sure it's, well, it's expired. You're right. Um, and so then you've got a, a, another, you've got a little bit of green there. And you've got all these different influences in your life. And then it starts to kind of, this, let me tell you, if I can just be really, really honest with you, I watched this happen over the course of, like, your middle school and high school years a little bit. Like, and I love you, and there's nothing wrong with being a human who sometimes has... media. But sometimes there's pain involved in decisions that are made in middle school, high school. Sometimes there's regret involved in decisions made in middle school and high school. And there's this point where you get to high school, and you're kind of like, yeah, I've seen some things, and I don't know that I trust all that anymore. And then it kind of gets darker and darker and darker. And so you get to this point where, you can kind of mix it up here. Um, You get to this point where it gets really murky. If it'll work, yeah. It gets really murky and not very pretty. And what happens? What happens to us? If I can just be really honest with you, like I said, sometimes I'm coping and I'm medicating with Netflix or with HBO Max, or with a TV show, or something like that. Sometimes I cope. We cope with a lot of things, right? Some of you cope with, like, a relationship. Some of you only text that person when you need a little jolt of dopamine in your life. Some of you cope with just scrolling social media, and you just kind of, like, veg out. And then you catch yourself minutes, hours later, and you're like this is not a very pretty picture, right? This is not a very pretty picture. Here's what I'm I'm saying. Movies, TV shows, phones, video games, not inherently evil, okay? I love video games. I love movies. I watch TV. I love all of it. But there's a point where I'm like, this is what my life starts to look like, and it's like, it doesn't feel good. This is like Skittles for dinner lifestyle, right? And it starts to not feel good. At some point, um, and I know some of you are just like, listen, give me Skittles for dinner, and I will be A-OK. But at some point, you won't. And so here's, here's, this water represents anything involved with worship. It could be reading your Bible. It could be praying. It could be going to fuse. It could be going to camp. It could be going to all that. Now, a little bit, and you're like, my life still looks the same. I did a devotion. Do you know how many people I hear say like, well, I did my devotion. Nothing changed. I went to church. I even gave in the offering plate. And I don't feel like anything... To, in fact, my week got worse. And you're just like, hang on, hang on, hang on. Had a conversation with one of my friends uh, this morning, and we kind of landed on this idea that, you know what? Sometimes the picture's just not pretty, right? Sometimes we just need help from God, and and we need Him to help more and more and more. But one day, Bible reading is not going to fix it. So we keep going, and we keep going, And we keep going. And then the more that you pour in, I want you to catch this. The point, the point isn't that you stop watching TVs for good. Uh, TV shows, movies, playing video games. The point's not any of that. The point's that you set your minds on things that are um, heavenly things, not on earthly. This is setting. Setting. This is saying, of all the things that I could be involved in in my life, I want to make sure that I have, like, a posture of worship. I want to have, like, a commitment to God. I want to make sure that my whole life is spent worshiping God. When people think of me, I want them to think of Jesus. But some of us, don't answer this out loud, but some of us are like, when people think of you, what do they think of? Don't answer do they, do they see Jesus, or do they see all of your earthly things that you care a lot about? All of your earthly things that you've put your identity in. I'm dead serious. You end up feeling like, oh, I read my Bible, and nothing changed. I'm still kind of murky. And what we want to say to you in this moment is, keep going. Keep going. That word, if I can just put that last slide up there, set your mind on things that are above. That word set for me is very much related to plant yourself, right? Firmly set yourself on things that are above. I want you to be thinking about things of Jesus. I want you to be praying on a daily basis. I want you to be reading your Bible. You're like, uh, oh, I don't want to. Well, then don't be surprised when your life looks murky and you're like, I don't know what to do. Now, understand, we will always be here to help you and guide you through that process. Always, always. And we will never be like, oh, you weren't paying attention to the illustration, were you? We will never do that. But you might be able to avoid some pain on the front end if you pay attention and you set, you firmly root yourself in the things of Jesus. Will you close your eyes for just a moment? I have some guys come help me grab this stuff. Here's what I want to ask you: Where do you need to go with this illustration? And by "go," I mean respond. What do you need to do differently? What choice do you need to make? What commitment do you need to make? And so, in just a moment, we're going to sing some songs. And um, I would love, in fact, why don't you go ahead? I mean, all eyes closed. If you can just go ahead and stand up, I want to. I want to challenge you. I'm going to challenge you. I want you to take these next moments seriously. Okay, so this is not by any means. You have all week to talk to friends and go to school and do, the, do all the other things. This is the one moment I'm asking you out of the whole week to just kind of focus on some words on the screen. Some of you are going to listen to the band sing them, and you're going to think about what they mean. Awesome. Some of you are going to like look at the words on the screen and you're going to think about what they mean. That's awesome. Some of you, the songs are familiar, and you're just going to sing because you want to give thanks to God. That's awesome. The one thing I'm challenging you not to do is to make this a distracting moment, make this a selfish moment, and make this a moment where it's not about the king of kings and the creator of the universe. Because what he promises you is, he wants to be a friend. He wants to be a helper. He wants to be a guide. And he is ready at all moments. When you are ready to call on him for salvation, he grants that free gift for you. If you're not a Christian, you need to have a conversation about that. Would love to stay after and chat with you. Um, but these next few minutes, if we'll just make this a point to focus. Band why don't you take it away?